Hey, what up, Long Beach? Welcome back to the one and only Long Beach State Athletics podcast that features the one and only athletics director, Andy Fee. It is the LB Fee Show, and as always, it's hosted by the562.org, which is myself, JJ Fiddler, and to my right, my co-host, Mike Artabasio. What's up, everybody? We're down here at Long Beach State recording. This podcast comes out every other week, as you well know, and uh, you probably can guess who we're talking to this week. We've got both basketball coaches here at the beach, Dan Munson and Jeff Kamen, previewing the Big West tournament for the men's and women's basketball teams here. Uh, coming out of the pyramid, going down to the Honda Center, we're pretty fired up for that. But before we get to all that, let's welcome on our, our it's your show, Andy, Andy Fee, welcome. Gentlemen, as always, a pleasure to speak with you and LB Nation. Extra thank you for taking the time this week. Is this not the busiest <laughs> week on campus here at Long Beach State with the tournament on top of everything else that happens in the spring schedule? I am not sure where I technically am right now. I know I am on <laughs> campus. I'm not sure how many rooms I've been to today. Luckily, my assistant, Sarah Carrasco, keeps pointing me in the right direction, but it is an absolutely crazy week. As, uh, as we say, March Madness is here. And uh, we're excited, but yes, it's uh, all hands on deck, that's for sure. Andy was actually, you know those little, uh, the things they carry the kings and queens around in in Games of Thrones? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Andy actually came in on one of those. He's just on his laptop firing off emails, and Sarah just set him down in here and said, you're recording a podcast, go. Well, like I said, it is tourney time, and for Long Beach State men's and women's basketball, it's Big West after dark. They're both playing at 8.30 <laughs> in right. their first game this week. Women's basketball, first and foremost, starting it on Tuesday. They play those games at UC Irvine before the semifinals and finals at Honda Center. And the beach is going to be taking on the hated Cal State University Fullerton Titans, the 6-7 matchup. And the beach is looking for a little bit of revenge. We talked to Jeff Kamen about it in just a second. You'll hear that on the interview. But they lost to Fullerton 50-47 to last week on a buzzer beater in the Walter Pyramid. Yuck. So now you get to see if this team can get some revenge. But also, if they can use that tournament experience they got last year, this year because if you remember last year a very young team went on a nice little run at the end of the season and got into the tournament and got that experience well you know you throw the records out it's a cliche but cliches are truths many times and it is true you know everybody is zero and zero right now and it's win or go home so uh you know what we learned last year, I know the coaching staff on both the men's and women's programs are going to make sure our student-athletes are prepared. That's for sure. So the men's team is going to be heading over to Anaheim for Honda Center Thursday night, the first day of games. They are the last of four quarterfinal games at 8.30, like I said, taking on Hawaii, a tough 4-5 matchup for the beach because Long Beach lost to Hawaii twice this season in the span of eight days. They went to Hawaii and lost 74-57 on January 31st, and then again lost to Hawaii 77-70 on February 7th. So maybe third time's a charm, but this is a tough matchup for the beach. It, it is a uh, tough matchup. Uh, I always like to, since we're in this position, it's tough to beat a team three times. It's true. <laughs> uh, I heard a crazy stat from, uh, from Coach Munson's son, who uh, is going to be a coach one day and just a is brainiac. Is he not already a coach? Wait, which, what are we talking about? <laughs> this is Maddox. Maddox. Yeah. The okay. dog. The dog, as we call him. <laughs> he, he knows every stat, every record. 
Uh, he told me that 78% of the time, the team that has lost the previous two matchups wins the third matchup. So statistically, you know, it, it's it's good for us, but obviously there's a scoreboard for a reason. Is Maddox yeah. trying to take his dad's job or our job? I, I think everybody's job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's definitely the smartest guy in the room every time I see him. I know that. Well, it is getting better. Score 57 the first time, score 70 the second time, and they pretty much did the same thing they did on offense. And this team has shown, this Long Beach State team has shown that they can put up points, leading the Big West Conference in points per game. So an 80-point game might win it for the beach. It's possible. We talked to Dan Munson about that as well. Yeah, I, I think we're we're definitely trending in a, in a very good direction right now. The defense is getting better. The intensity is better. So, you know, again, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I like where we are mentally as, as a team right now. Well, I also like, I mean, JJ and I always talk about, and we've talked with, with Dan a lot about this, and I, I know it's coming up in the interview as well, whose game uh, transports to Anaheim best? And, you know, I would probably take Book <laughs> over just about any player in the conference because the free throws shoot the same in the Honda Center or in the Pyramid, and obviously he's uh, the best the Big West has really ever had in that capacity. Boy, tell us eight years ago that a Long Beach State men's basketball player leads the nation or led the nation for a little bit this year in free throw shooting? Yeah. Not, right. not what we would have guessed. I'm thinking TJ Robinson, Larry yeah. Anderson. I love you guys. I love you. But uh, but you did not get to the dance with your free throws. Let's just say yeah. that. All right. Let's talk about this week at the beach. Uh, obviously, lots more information conversation coming up on the tournament with our guests in a few minutes. But huge, huge game at Blair Field and in the Pyramid this week. I mean, some of the best teams in the country, the Long Beach State men's volleyball team, number one in the nation, hosting number three, UC Santa Barbara. The new rankings just dropped, and the Gauchos have moved up to three. Uh, last weekend, about as much fun, Andy, I know you were at both those matches, about as much fun as I've had covering that team, uh, even through all the incredible stuff they've had. They broke a 36-year-old program record for single match hitting percentage with 655 against Stanford, who's number eight in the country. <laughs> Crazy. And, you know, one of the funny things, I forget who it was, one of our, our longtime season, t- uh, season ticket holders said to me, there was a couple, uh, I think behind them maybe, and she could overhear them talking, and they had never been to one of our matches before. But because of our team, yep. and it, she was laughing because they were literally trying to figure out everything, but... I mean, right now, you know, is I don't know if there's room on the bandwagon. Oh, there's room. There's, there's still, room. There's still plenty of room. Uh, for anyone who does not yet have their tickets for the Final Four and National Championship match, those are available. Can people get those at the, on the Long Beach State website, Andy? They sure can. And, uh, you know, snatch them up quick because uh, tickets are going quick. Yeah. Uh, this I, thing is going to look like a bus out of Calcutta by the end of the season. Yeah, and I'll throw this out there as well, too. If you want to go ahead and get your tickets now for the end, the last weekend of the regular season, number one Long Beach State hosting number two Hawaii neither team has lost a match Long Beach State has lost one set the whole season they're 17 and 0 Hawaii has lost zero sets the whole season and I know there's a I mean people were already buzzing in the pyramid last weekend about what if these two teams are still looking like that when they play at the end of the regular season because it's not just that then they have to go to Hawaii to play yeah. the Big West tournament and then come back to Long Beach it for the final be, four it could be three straight weeks of uh, Long Beach State Hawaii classics and if you want to talk about iconic volleyball programs across the country you're looking at two of the very best right there. But men's volleyball team, not the only team with a highly ranked opponent coming to Long Beach this week. Or playing another highly ranked opponent. Long Beach State Baseball, the Dirtbags, have been playing pretty much the toughest non-conference schedule in the nation. 
They went on the road to take on number three Florida to start the season. They came home and got their first win of the season. Got off the schneid by beating number 16 Michigan. Then they had their best offensive performance against number 22 TCU on Saturday. As Calvin Estrada said, and I think this is just quote of the week, this is just building up scar tissue and getting us to get and getting us tougher, which I think is just an incredible uh, quote because it really is, and we've seen it so many times here at Long Beach State, the way you get better, the way you make the conference better, and the way you put yourself on the national map is by playing national powerhouses. But this schedule is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the, nobody. We're not ducking anybody. You know, I think uh, you know, Coach Buckley. Uh, he'll have this team ready for conference and, and, and even before then. It's it's putting it all together. I don't know. I think maybe Saturday night we saw the team put it together with fourteen three win, as you just mentioned. And but, Adam Seminarvis on the mound, too, looked great. The guy that they need to step up. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it goes without saying. And I think we'll, we'll get the hitting-hitting and the pitching-pitching and the fielding-fielding, and we'll get them all going at the same time. We have a very good team. It's just been... Uh, a combination of, you know, uh, murderer's row, so to speak, like the old yeah. Yankees and a team that isn't firing on all cylinders being us. But um, it's going to come together. I, I don't I don't doubt that. Tuesday against number two UCLA in town and then the weekend series against Minnesota. So get out to Bull Diamond at Blair Field for the softball team on the Little Diamond. They are going to be at the Easton Invitational in Fullerton all weekend, taking on a bunch of teams from the East Coast last week. The team hosted this, the Louisville Slugger Invitational and almost beat number one UCLA after Jamie Wren hit a three-run homer in the first inning, but the Bruins came back to win it in extra innings. Just say Wren. This kid is incredible. Wren hit 467 and slugged 800 with six RBIs on the weekend. Uh, one of the best softball players in the Beg West, to be sure. Uh, also on campus this weekend, the home opener for the women's water polo team at Ken Lingwind Aquatic Center on Thursday against Bucknell, uh, 7 p.m. for that one. So under the lights at Ken Lingwind and uh, that women's water polo team actually coming off a great weekend in which they won all four of their matches. That's right. They got back to 500, 10-10 on the season, and they had another freshman, uh, Camille Gallardo-Russell, lead them in goals. Freshman leading the way on a winning streak, coming home for the home opener on Thursday night. Things looking good for the women's water polo team I, right I now. like it, you know, and, and if it's trending like men's water polo did in the fall with that great close to the year, we'd love to see that. All right, the women's tennis team also on campus at Rhodes Tennis Center. They're hosting Youngstown State at 2 p.m. on Wednesday and Houston at noon on Thursday. Beach volleyball team will be back on the Long Beach State Sand Courts Thursday, a doubleheader against Irvine Valley College and Missouri State starting at noon. The Long Beach State track program is at the USC Trojan Invitational this weekend, and the women's golf program is at the Wildcat Invitational early this week in Arizona. Uh, so, as we said, maybe the busiest week of the year <laughs> here at Long Beach State. On campus, in Anaheim, pretty much anywhere you want to see, there's a great game going on. Now, as we bring on our special guests, I want to remind Long Beach State fans about the 562.org and all the coverage we've been providing this year. Daily newsletter, highlight videos, previews, recaps, photo galleries, live updates on Twitter, and everything else you want from the best Long Beach sports coverage in the city. Producer Roger has pulled off a special feat. We've got both men's and women's basketball coaches here at Long Beach State in the same room. Doesn't happen very often, but we pull off this special stuff for the LBF show. Dan Munson... Jeff Kamen, both joining us on the show. Coaches, thank you so much for taking the time. I know it's a busy week. All good. 
I, I disagree. We're in an office together all the time because misery loves company. So we're, we haven't had a week where one of us hadn't had to go pick the other one up. And say, hey, we're okay. You know, I mean, we're 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 the only only friends each other have right now. That, that, that's fair. This is the time you guys always talk about throughout the season. The three days you got to win three straight games. Are you ready? How are you feeling? How's the team feeling? Most importantly, right now. Uh, I'll let Dan go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we feel good. We, I mean, we've won five straight, and, and I think we, you know, uh, like Jeff season and ours, they, they have mirrored themselves in a lot of ways with all the close losses. But it just takes one or two of those, you know, uh, to see to see the success. And our, our guys, fortunately, have had it. And, and Jeff, you know, tomorrow night, if, they, if, if, if the roles reverse with Fullerton and they get that last second shot, all of a sudden your whole, your whole mindset changes. And, and our team's in a good mindset right now. I think uh, uh, we, we are uh, playing our best basketball at the right time. Uh, but uh, we also know that, you know, we're, we're, we've shown we can, we can beat anybody in this league, but we've also shown we're not consistent enough to do it three straight days. So that's really what we're harping our guys to have three good days of practice leading up to it because we've got to be more consistent yeah jeff yeah. big west is wide open on the women's side oh, you guys man. start on tuesday night against fullerton yeah little little revenge on the mind oh man yeah so we definitely feel like we let one get away and we've lost a lot of close game uh, as, as dan has, has said and uh you know our, our the energy is really good you know our, our kids have been re resilient all year and you know uh, for a young team they show some maturity um to be able to respond you know, uh, from a lot of these tough losses. You know, we've been in control of, a, I mean, several games and just haven't been able to finish. And it's part of our growth and development as a program. But they do believe. They believe we can beat anybody. We've proven it, you know, and uh, we, we feel good about our chances. Is there something you learned about this group that you didn't know in October? Oh, man. Because it was a kind of a fresh group, right? Some yes. familiar faces, but really a different dynamic. Yeah, you know, I, I think we, we have a lot of good pieces going forward. You know, we do, you know, you, when you recruit, you hope that, you know, they're who you think they are, you know. But I, I, I think uh, the talent level of our team is, is really solid. Uh, now it's about developing it uh, on and off the floor and, uh, and us growing together, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I like their their – their toughness, you know, I think it needs to improve, you know, but I think that comes with, with time and, you know, so. How about you, Coach Dan? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing I think we've, we've learned or, or improved in the last couple months is, is just mentally. Um, you know, I, I think we've always been felt like we've had the, physically enough to, to win and to, to be successful in this league and to win this league. But mentally, I think uh, our, our guys – uh, fought us and and I think we've grown here in the last month or, or so and and I, and everybody looks at well you have all these seniors but uh, they're senior by their academic status not 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 in their program status you know only two of them have been in the program more than just last year so uh, it, it's it's a puzzle as I tell I, I tell book that every game as a point guard every game's a puzzle and, and you have to put the pieces together and it's never the same puzzle and uh, every season's a puzzle for a coach, and it's never the same one. And the pieces are starting to come together. We haven't filled it all in, but we've got, you know, this week to, to get those last few big pieces in the middle of that puzzle to, to all fit together. Well, speaking of Deshaun Booker, made the first team Big West All-Conference team just announced today on Monday when we're recording. Book top three in the nation 
in free throws with more than 250 attempted this year. He's also top three scorer in the Big West with 18.9 points per game. Coach, is Booker the new type of basketball player, the type of kid who wants to go to the 10 every single time he touches the ball? Well, I think um, the, the game has progressed that way with the, with the ball so many ball screens and to be able to get a guy that can go downhill and then, uh, you know, he's got a great ability. He's, he's big for a point guard and a great ability to – to um, uh, uh, draw fouls and then and then to be able to convert, uh, you know, and and uh, I think it's awesome that he's a first team All League. He's certainly deserving. And, and when I get, it's just, I feel the same way about that as I do with Gabe Levin last year. I feel like the team has let the, that person down because if if we win the league or just come in the first, you know, first or second, uh, you know, he he should be the most valuable player in the league. He probably had the best season in the league, but. Uh, because of where the team finished, he, he, he wasn't able to get that award. And that's why I always say that Coach of the Year, Player of the Year, those are team awards. And, uh, our, you know, we've got to get our team to the level where, where we're back winning those. Uh, Coach Cameron, you got a pretty good guard for yourself there, uh, sophomore Shanasia Davison. She is a top five scorer in the Big West with 13.6 points per game. She made uh, the all-conference team as well. Um, and she's kind of she's kind of similar, right? She she wants to get to the bucket. She does, she does, and she's she's learning, man. She's learning a lot. I think this year she's made great strides in playing uh, on the other side of the ball. You know, she's actually defending or trying to defend. She's playing with more effort uh, and uh, understanding. But it's again, Shanaja, she's she's learning, man. She's learning. Uh, she just used to going, and she's learning how to see the game differently and make her teammates better, as opposed to just putting the ball uh, in, in the hole for herself. So uh, very uh, – she, she didn't have monster games, but I, I see improvement as far as her being more of a complete player. Also um, massive improvement from fellow sophomore Naomi Hunt, who was named Big West second team. She's top four in the conference with three-point shooting percentage. Yeah, Did you see yeah. that coming in? Did you oh, know she yeah. was a sharp shooter? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, she had a, a great, great year last year shooting from the three-point line. I think for her, we challenged her over the summer to – develop more of a back-to-the-basket game and get comfortable because she, in our conference, can take advantage of mismatches uh, at the four and three if we play her there. So she's, she's gotten better. I mean, she's had some really big games for us in conference. And, you know, we've struggled. You know, that our biggest weakness is that we, could, can't, we, we couldn't score the ball this year. And uh, we scored it better against Irvine, which is good going into the tournament. But um, when she's scoring, I mean, it, it really uh, helps us on that, that side of the ball. Speaking of back-to-the-basket game, not a lot of that going on in the Big West for either <laughs> of you, but one of them is Temidayo Youssef here at Long Beach State, uh, the senior top five in rebounds in the conference. Coach Munson, he's been so key for you guys in the paint. Yeah, uh, and, and getting him healthy and, and back, you know, I mean, he, he missed the first six games of league. Uh, he's definitely an all-league caliber player that, that – uh, between uh, us not having enough success and him, you know, being injured. Uh, but but the problem with somebody that, that is as big and physical as he, the injury is just the, the, the getting the injury back is just half of it. The other half is getting the rest of your body back at that size and getting his timing back. It's not like a point guard who comes back off of a off of an injury and and, and they don't skip a beat. Um, he has to play his way back. And fortunately, I think he's he's really close to doing that and having the two last home games and get him getting back more time uh, because we need him. I'm watching the game uh, uh, where we played Hawaii in here and he had 18 points and 
down on the block. And, uh, you know, he has something that, that most teams in our league don't have. And, and, and he'll, be, he'll be huge for us in this tournament if we can get him a flow down on the block. It was great to see him be healthy and be able to have that senior night last week, mm-hmm. Wednesday night against UC Riverside. Uh, got in, got to play, but it was just to see him healthy, walk out there with his parents. You talked about it after that game, how emotional those nights are. But, I mean, Brian Alberts, Mason Riggins, two guys who also made the honorable mention for Big West. It was a good group of seniors that you said, you know, two years ago when you lost a group of guys who left the program, these, this group, these guys are the ones who, you know, kind of buoyed the ship. They did, and, and, and they came here, you know, uh, in a time of need, and, and I'll, I'll never forget this group for that. You know, it's kind of like that Kentucky group that came in and when, 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 the, when their program uh, uh, was uh, going through hard times. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they've righted the ship uh, and got it in the right direction. Now, now it's got to go. You know, it's, it's got to get off the port and, and get out in the open waters, but the ship is going the right direction, uh, and those kids have, have done a great job for that. Uh, Coach Cameron, maybe the biggest surprise of the year, Justina King, freshman of the year. Sure. Did you see that coming? You know, actually, I, 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 not necessarily freshman of the year, but I knew she would make an impact right away. Um, when we got her, I mean, it was, I mean, it was a steal. I thought, you know, that she is a high-level uh, thinker of the game, you know, uh, for a freshman, and um, I didn't expect her to be thrust into the role you know Makai Berry who we had the red shirt this year obviously you know we missed her a lot this year especially her scoring and but just another older you know uh, uh, kid but yeah she came in and, and and took on everything we threw at her and she has the ball in her hands uh, a large you know uh, part of the game and we're asking her to make big time decisions uh, and trusting her with that and she's done a great job man she's uh, can score it. She can defend the ball. She definitely makes her, t- her t- teammates teammates better. She just uh, she's a leader for us and learning. Uh, you know, especially with a young group, how to you know lead. But she has natural leadership cap- capabilities and abilities. So uh, I did see her you know making an impact, but I didn't necessarily know that she would would be freshman of the year. Yeah, to have the sophomores and the freshmen on that list really big for you guys, uh, Coach Monson. Do you have a surprise of the year? Something you didn't see coming? Uh, unfortunately, no, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was hoping that we would, uh, have some, some, uh, players kind of infiltrate these seniors and, and help them a little bit. And we probably through injuries and suspensions and this and that, you know, we didn't have enough surprises. Uh, you know, it's kind of the same group as last year without Gabe Levin and that's a big hit. So uh, I think that's part of our, 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 uh, deal is that, you know, that we didn't, uh, uh, and I think, you know, uh, like I said, uh, you know, uh, from Milos having this heart procedure from the beginning of the season on, you know, we never really got uh, uh, another. And, and that's, you know, everybody talks about Casper and, and that group with those four f- great freshmen that we brought in and, and uh, everything. But, but the, the group, the, the reason why they went to the NCAA tournament their senior year was those, those four seniors. Had a boost from Mike Caffey and James Ennis coming in, mm-hmm. and, and that class uh, put him over the hump. And so, you know, th- that's what uh, uh, I think we, you know, if there was a negative this year, our recruiting class and 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 didn't come in, and we didn't have enough uh, X factors to help these seniors uh, along the way. Speaking of Casper and those guys, it's been a different Big West champion for the men since then. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's good for the conference? Do you think it's good that different programs are getting a taste of March Madness? No. 
I mean, <laughs> I, I think yeah, what's best for the conference is get the best team in the, in there and, and go go get some, you know, go get some recognition like when Hawaii went and beat Cal a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they beat us in the in the in a final championship game, and they they were the best team that year. They won it the regular season and and beat us in the in the finals and. Uh, so, you know, th- that's what helps the league the best. I mean, it, it's best for the fans to be able to see these uh, upsets and these these uh, games. But, you know, in all honesty, you know, uh, Irvine deserves to, to, to represent us this year. Uh, and that's probably what's best for the league. Now, th- that isn't what I want to happen. And, and I've been on the other shoe a lot. And yeah. I keep telling my, my family, hey, you know, we're due to be the, uh, the you know, the fifth place team that comes true. through. Because... Uh, I've been number one before and, not, and deserved to go and didn't go. So, you know, as long as they're doing it this way, we need to take advantage of it. Do you guys have a favorite March Madness memory? You know, it's that time of year. As soon as that calendar flips over to March, I've got visions of Tyus Sedney going coast to coast against Missouri. Like, that. that's my March Madness moment that always plays in my head. What's yours? Oh, man. I know there's, it's tough. You've seen a lot of basketball so in March. many of them. There's Mine's some. easy. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it, the the Gus Johnson says to um, Gus Johnson says Hall the runner, Calvary the tip, Shannon down the court. I uh, can't don't foul him, and the slipper still fits. The Zags in the building always love it. Yeah, that's I mean I mean Coach, honestly, that's one of the best runs in tournament history. Really? Because it was the first time, I think, in my memory, it was the first time that that little program that everybody said, oh, that's great that they went there a little bit, took that extra step, and then and then got to that Sweet 16 round uh, that first time. No, that was, that was to the Elite Eight. Or to the Elite Eight. Excuse me. Excuse me. The Elite Eight. I was testing you. I was making sure you were listening. Hey, hey, that's my that's my claim to fame. I'm not going to, you know, and it, my only regret is it happened so early in my career that I didn't appreciate it like I would now if one of those, you know, arose again. <laughs> um, Cameron, do you have one as well? Uh, Christian Leitner's shot. Um, yeah. I mean – I mean, you love when you love your passion about the game. You love you love you you hinge on all the moments. You know, UNLV the upset. You know, the Fab Five for me was you know their run. You know, and what they brought to college basketball at the time. I mean, it's just so many different. You know, NC State. You know, the guy yep. catches the. I mean, so it. But the Christian Leitner. I mean, I mean, he was perfect that game. You know, um, perfect then. It's just uh, fitting for him to hit that hit that hit that shot, but I'm still upset that Kentucky lost that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to play defense right there. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, coaches, thank you so much for taking the time. Like I said at the top, this is such a busy week for you. So congratulations on making it through another season. Best of luck this week, and uh, Long Beach Nation is going to be behind you. No, thank you. Thank Jay. you. You're the man. Thanks again to those coaches for joining us. Yeah, I'm never going to live that down that I accidentally said Dan Munson had only reached the Sweet 16. Because I thought, I was thinking, it's a Sweet 16 game. He knows that they got to the Elite Eight. He knows. You are not taking that away from him. He knows. (laughs) But to hear a coach do a Gus Johnson and quote-unquote impersonation of a game that they coached is, that's something special, man. You're not not going to get that. You're not going to get that in many sports, let alone uh, right in front of you. And basketball just does that, right? March Madness is magical. I asked the coaches, I'll ask you too, Andy, do you have one moment when you think about March Madness that plays in your head? What, what always comes to my mind, and I'm not really sure why, it's when Christian Leitner hit that turnaround yeah. bucket versus Kentucky 
Coach Cameron um, said the same thing. Yep. I don't know why, but that just sticks with me. And I'm not a Kentucky fan or a Duke fan, but it's just uh, I just remember Christian Leitner running around the court with that look on his face. And I don't know if it was Thomas Hill or who it was. Same thing. I mean, yep. Well, I'll take it back. My personal favorite, uh, you know, JJ was a budding sports journalist even when we were in college here, but I was not. I was just a friend of his who worked at the student newspaper, and so we we went to all of the men's basketball games here in 2007. And uh, I, I was like, I think the fourth person on the court to rush the court at the, <laughs> the Anaheim Convention <laughs> Center when uh, when they they won the Big West tournament that year to go to the tournament. Uh, and that that to me is like you talk about what does sports add as the uh, to the experience of being a student. And that's just one of those moments. It's like one of my top five memories from college period. Um, but you I'm know, getting goosebumps right now yeah, just like, thinking about anytime it. Anytime you, anytime I see those moments on TV, like I'm immediately taken back to how fun it was to be out there with all of our friends, uh, some of whom in their right mind, some of whom not. Yep, <laughs> just yep. celebrating a big win. We got to do it three times. That time, we also got to go to on the floor when they won the uh, regular season conference. Just a little bit before that, like we a week decided, or two before this that. This is the best team the school's yeah. had in a while. <laughs> We're taking We're advantage. The court. <laughs> um, we also, though, maybe, maybe okay. So I said Tyus Edney, obviously, yeah. in the interview, but maybe my favorite Long Beach March Madness moment: Aaron Nixon in the corner, semifinals the year before. Yeah, we went to the tournament. Buzzer beater against UC Irvine. Myself and shout out my friend Ryan Zimala, who also worked with us at the newspaper. We're both sitting there, and for whatever reason, they put the student newspaper from Long Beach in front of the UC Irvine student section. So when he hit that shot, Zumi and I were both over the scorer's table (laughs) almost immediately and then felt the plastic... Uh, pom poms <laughs> that the UC Irvine kids were waving all game because they just started throwing them at us. Oh, unbelievable! <laughs> it was the it, to get hit with that cheap of plastic will never feel good that it. good again. It, it, it was it was unbelievable. But March Madness, enjoy it, everybody. Make sure you fill out your bracket, and uh, hopefully Long Beach State will be involved. So thank you to Andy. Thank you to Roger. Oh wait, we got to do recommendations too, right? Sure. Should we do recommendations? Yes. Other than basketball. Just other than basketball do, other than doing basketball. Yeah. What do you got, Mike? Uh, family and I got to go to the, uh, the 49th annual powwow here on campus. One of my favorite Long Beach and Long Beach State traditions. Come get some Indian tacos and some fry bread uh, for dessert as well. Um, had a blast with that. That was always, when I was a kid, that was always like what I was on campus for. Um, and so when I came to school here and walked up to upper campus for the first time, I was like, oh, I've been here like 15 times or something. So yeah, but a great tradition and awesome that the campus still uh, hosts that. One of the best powwows in Southern California. Yeah, no, one of the best events in the city every year for, for my money. Uh, my recommendation is Russian Doll. Everyone's probably seen it, but if you haven't, make sure you do. No if, spoiler alerts. It's great. And if you re- and JJ may have recommended this before. I think you, I have. If he did, it's just a, it's a Russian Doll recommendation within a Russian Doll. I hope uh, they got I that like reference. It. I like it. I like it's it. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Check it out. Andy, what do you got? I'll, I will go Netflix, too. And this one, uh, I'm not sure why it caught my eye. It's uh, Formula One Drive to Survive. And as somebody who's never been into the whole car racing thing, uh, I was astounded to to learn so much about it. It's, it's, it's a wonderful behind-the-scenes, shows you all of it. And I couldn't believe the, the amount of money that they invest each year to just get these cars going. Yeah, it's incredible. And listen to when Andy tells you to watch a sports documentary. I checked out that Sunderland one, and I'm a huge EPL fan, so I know about that stuff. Still very entertaining. Yeah, great stuff. Go to Andy for your sports docs. <laughs> that's, that, that's the deal. All right, now let's get out of here. We'll see you guys in the stands this weekend, Long Beach. Take care.